0: What is up? Hello there. My name is Jessica Patching bunch You can call me JPB, and this is Brain Body Resilience. This is a podcast dedicated to growth, human development, and stressing a little bit less so you can go ahead and live a little bit more. Hello all, and welcome back to episode number 79 of Brain Body Resilience, the podcast. I'm your host, JPB, and today we are talking about a few things that fit together quite nicely. Failure expectation, the meanings we assign to things, and the intention we have in doing what we do. Today's episode was inspired by my previous week and a conversation with a friend. Um, okay, if I'm honest, it's been more than a week. It's been, it's been a few weeks, a couple weeks. Um, I've been feeling like life is moving really fast right now. There are a lot of exciting things happening within BBR, a lot of growth and new partnerships on the horizon, which is incredible. And I'm, I am so excited. I can't wait to share some of the things that are, that are up and coming with you. But until then, um, keeping up with the day job and the business and my health and my nervous system hygiene, routines for my mental health and my workouts along with all of the house and spouse and anything else that might exist in life it feels like there is a lot going on and i just want to very clearly acknowledge uh parents here especially the moms because typically more of the work and responsibility for raising kids falls on moms and y'all are superheroes i I do have, I do know some amazing dads who are the full-time parent too. So in any case, if you are keeping another human alive and doing literally anything else at all, that is truly incredible to me. Um, I just want to put that out there because as I talk about how fast it's going and how busy I am, the first thing I think about are people who are like creating humans and then like keeping them alive. And that's wild stuff to me. So Anyway, we're talking about failure expectation. The idea that there will undoubtedly be challenges and obstacles and failures. Although at this point, I don't know if I've ever actually failed at anything. Just because I don't see it that way anymore. Previous versions of me were all about the shame game. Uh, Now I just win or I learn and move on knowing what I didn't know before. So that's great. But um, this week, I we're going to use use my gym routine as a as a guidepost for this conversation. I made it to the gym twice last week and three times the week before, which for me in either case is about three days short of what I like to do. And because I've been busy, I totally understand that I have to prioritize and balance between what is needed now. The always brilliant Dr. Shante Cofield said uh, at one point sometime, that balance doesn't actually exist. We're always looking for this balance. But in reality, we are constantly balancing between the things of life. And the incredible Winnie Lingovic added to that, or somehow these were joined together. um, And she said, you know, we balance between what is needed now. We have to prioritize and we have to balance what needs our attention and energy the most right now. And that is constantly going to be changing. So anyway, my point with all of this is that I had expectations of failure in this area over the last couple of weeks, and I understand that that's just what has been needed. So now let's talk about the meanings that we assign to things. Again, previous versions of me would have shamed and judged me for not even doing half of the workouts I should be doing, and there's that should word. I would have felt like it was, like I was I was to blame and told myself a story about how I was being lazy and I should be doing more and then worked myself up. And probably if I'm keeping things real honest here, I would have then taken all of that out on someone like my husband or someone close to me, usually him or, or my friend at the time, because they were the closest and that's what we do. Um, and that's because it was usually too much shame and judgment to keep to myself. So it spilled out all over all over my loved ones. And now I'm at this point in my life where I know that missing the gym or or anything else, any goals I've set, but again, we're sticking with this gym theme, having other priorities this week, it means absolutely nothing about me as a person or my commitment or my abilities. It doesn't determine my value or my worth or how good I am. It's just something I do. It's not who I am. And I want to remind you that What you do for work, or what titles you hold, or the different hats you wear throughout this life, these are just things that you do. They can be amazing things, or not, and you're really the only one who gets to decide that. And either way, it does not determine who you are or how much value you hold. That is inherent. I think it's interesting. Side side note here, or just kind of a tangent on this. Have you ever looked at a baby and thought about how they can prove themselves with the things that they need to do to prove their worth, to prove that they're valuable, to prove that they're good enough. I know I haven't. I'm just like, mm, look at how tiny they are. And, you know, they look around and sleep a lot. Never, I don't think, never have I looked at a baby and been like, well, but what did you do today? What did you do? What did you do to prove that you are worthy of love or attention or anything else? We don't do that. So at what point do we start doing that to ourselves? It's learned, for sure. It is a, I mean, and again, everything comes down to the systems that we live in, the systems we uphold and what we value within those, what we're taught to value. And it's not ourselves. And that's a whole rabbit hole that I'm not going into. But I was just thinking, we don't ever ask babies to like what, you know, what they did to prove themselves. So why are you doing that to yourself? We're, we all come into this world valuable, with inherent worth, just because we exist. That's it. So um, I wanted to remind you of that. Continuing on. This is a good segue into the intention that we have for doing the things that we do. And we will keep with this example of my last couple of weeks at the gym or, you know, lack thereof. And I don't always go to the gym. I work out at home, but either way, my workouts, the why behind what we do affects the experience that we have with that thing. And I used to work out to change myself, to shrink myself because I hated my body, to try to match the intensity that I felt inside with some kind of physical intensity outside just to try and make sense of it all. It never worked. It ultimately was a punishment for all that I thought I was lacking. At that time, missing workouts would have meant that I wasn't good enough, that I was a failure, that I would have, you know, that I never would have lived up to my own standards, which was true. And then with a lot of work, I realized that I'm a human. And I don't have to do all things at all times better than anyone to prove that I am worthy. Because again, I just am. You just are. So now I work out because I have this body to live in. And it's an incredible thing. I'll say one of the most incredible things that exists that I'm aware of. And there's a lot that I don't know about. But the human body is pretty magic and i get to take care of mine i get to challenge myself to get stronger and repair when i'm injured and wander through this life in this incredible body that carries me around anywhere i want to go now i work out because i have the privilege of movement and i want to continue to have that i work out because i am worth the effort and care i work out to get stronger to complete my stress cycle to build tolerance to stress to get that beautiful chemical cocktail of goodness that my brain needs to work right and keep me feeling good. You know, someone said to me the other day that it just took so much work, just just life. And then trying to go to the gym on top of current things or really do anything else, it took so much work. It was just a lot of effort and it was hard. And I'm not here to argue any of that. It is a ton of effort. And some days there just isn't time or energy for everything and that's okay. But remember, what we do most is what creates our lives. And we literally are built to adapt to new things. So even when something is really hard at first, you will adapt if you just keep going. And you are worth the effort. It's hard. Do it anyway your brain is going to talk you out of spending energy any way it can. Remember, efficiency is the second most important job for your brain next to survival. So it's going to conserve all of the energy that it can. And that means coming up with all of the reasons that you can't, you shouldn't, you don't have time, all of the other things that pop into your head daily. But here's a secret. You don't have to pay attention. It's hard. Do it anyway. And then... Your brain and nervous system know that this new thing is safe, that we're building a new pattern. And the stronger that new pattern gets, that will then become your baseline, that will become your autopilot. So wrapping this all together here, plan for failure or learning opportunities or contrast, call it whatever you want. There will be obstacles and challenges in anything that you are going to do, anything new, anything you try to plan for it and be aware of the meaning that you assign to those things, the stories that you're telling about why those things did or didn't happen and what you are capable of after that. You get to choose the meaning. So make it something that elevates you. Make it something that lifts you up. Because too often we reach for the thing that makes us feel like shit, the thing that puts us down. We beat ourselves up so much more, more readily, more quickly than we are willing to elevate ourselves. And that is not useful and it doesn't feel good. So with that, make sure that the intention you have is not a punishment for yourself, but to celebrate all that you can do when you are choosing these things that you are planning for failure and learning from. My challenge for you this week is to look at the things you have overcome in your life and make a list or just pick a couple or one big one and write down everything you had to learn and the person you had to become to face that challenge. And then look at that list and celebrate the fact that you are still here. After all, stress and anxiety are triggered by the underestimation of our ability to face the challenge in front of us. So we need to keep proving to ourselves that we can do hard things and keep going so that our nervous system can feel safe moving forward. All right, my friend, that is it for today. Thank you endlessly for being here. I am so grateful for your time and attention. I know that you could be doing anything with your time and you choose to spend it here with me and I am—that that is not lost on me. I am so grateful. If you found this episode useful, I would love for you to share it with someone you know. If you choose to share it on social media, I would love it if you would tag me so that I can repost and then, you know, give you a shout out and thank you. I hope you have a beautiful week. Until next time, JPB out.